Hello everyone, Pastor Kurt here. Thanks for joining me for today's devotion. It is Monday, February 19th, 2024. I'll be reading today from the Common English Bible Translation. The readings come from the Revised Common Lectionary Daily Readings, and you can find a link to those in the show notes below. I also have printed there the readings for today if you wanted to pause this and look those up before we continue. I do want to encourage you to follow along in your own Bible. Whatever translation you have is just fine. After each reading, there'll be a moment of silence for you to spend time reflecting on the passage, and then I'll offer up some of my own thoughts and reflections. So before we continue, let us pray. O Lord, prepare our hearts to hear your word and obey your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, so our first reading today is from the book of Job, chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. Job 4, uh, 1 through 21. Then Eliphaz, a native of Taman, responded, If one tries to answer you, will you be annoyed? But who can hold words back? Look, you've instructed many and given strength to drooping hands. Your words have raised up the falling. You've steadied falling knees. But now it comes to you and you are dismayed. It has struck you and you're frightened. Isn't your religion the source of your confidence, the integrity of your conduct, the source of your hope? Think, what innocent person has ever perished? When have those who do the right thing been destroyed? As I've observed, those who plow sin and sow trouble will harvest it. When God breathes deeply, they perish. By a breath of his nostril, they are annihilated. The roar of a lion and snarl of the king of beasts, yet the teeth of lions are shattered. The lion perishes without prey, and its cubs are scattered. But a word sneaked up on me. My ears caught a hint of it. In profound thoughts, visions of night when deep sleep falls on people— Fear and dread struck me, all of my bones shook. A breeze swept by my face, the hair of my skin bristled. It stopped. I didn't recognize its visible form, although a figure was in front of my eyes. Silence. Then I heard a voice. Can a human be more righteous than God, a person purer than their maker? If he doesn't trust his servants and levels a charge against his messengers, how much less those who dwell in houses of clay? whose foundations are in dust, and who are crushed like a moth. They are smashed between morning and evening. They perish forever without anyone knowing. Isn't their tent cord pulled up? They die without wisdom. All right, now we're starting to get into the heart of Job and kind of the meat of what this passage is about. So right before chapter four here, um, we know that uh, Job, uh, that the adversary um, came and um, put upon Job all of these calamities, right? His family died, he lost his possessions, now he's got this horrible disease. And, um, and then we are introduced um, in this last chapter 
um, beginning with uh, verse 11, that three of Job's friends show up to offer him comfort. Um, And when they show up, Job basically says in chapter 3, verse 1, Job spoke up and cursed the day he was born. So Job is really kind of, you know, wallowing in his grief and and in his... uh, um, and in his misfortune, and he's really struggling with what, all that has happened to him. And, and this isn't anything new. I mean, many of us have experienced deep pain and deep suffering. Um, some people have even lost as much as Job has. Um, I mean, not many of us, thankfully, but some of us have. And and so, you know, the thing about Job in, in general is that we can really relate to his story because we have all experienced pain and suffering, some more than others. And, and I don't want to diminish other, you know, anybody's pain. Um, you know, when we experience pain in life, you know, it's never a good thing. So, um, so we can relate with Job. Um, and we can also relate with the fact that, you know, a lot of times bad things happen to us and we haven't done anything. Right. I mean, um, I think there's this, uh, this innate, I don't know, um, belief or something that, that we naturally lean to that, um, that bad things only happen um, if you've done something to deserve it. We know through experience that this isn't always the case, um, but it is a prevalent um, natural thought, right? And natural feeling. And so um, as we read into our passage here in, in, verse, in chapter four, um, the first of Job's friends, um, Eliphaz, Uh, begins to talk about the beauty of nature. And he begins to talk about how um, it seems natural to him that a person um, doesn't have bad things happen to them unless they've done something to deserve it. As we read here uh, in verse 7 and 8, think, he says, what innocent person has ever perished? When have those who do the right thing been destroyed? As I've observed, those who plow sin and sow trouble will harvest it. You know, I think... That is just a very generalized statement, and we, and and oftentimes that is true. You know, when we do things that we're not supposed to, bad things typically happen because of it. Uh, I talk a lot about that, having to face the consequences of our actions, um, because that is true. But that's only part of the story. Because all of us have experienced times when bad things have happened to us um, outside of our control, right? I mean. Um, we're, we're a great employee, for instance, we're doing our, the, our best job or we're, we're working hard. We're doing everything that our bosses have demanded of us, but, um, because of forces outside our control that your job decides to begin layoffs to cut expenses, right? Well, that's not your fault, right? You lost your job, not because of anything that you did, but because of, um, other factors, right. That, that go on in your life. So we know that things happen to us that we don't expect or that we don't like, or that causes pain and suffering, that aren't necessarily our fault. Um, there are many people out there who who use their free will for ill gain um, and for bad purposes, and unfortunately, the consequences of their bad choices affect us. Um, and so, Job knows that this isn't, you know, that intellectually he's like, how can this possibly be? Um, but his friends, in trying to offer him well, well-meaning comfort, <laughs> you know, share these words. Um, to him, and he doesn't find comfort in it at all. And and I, you've probably heard me talk about this before too. That that sometimes this happens, right? We um, sometimes people, um, when we find ourselves in distress, or try to comfort us with well-meaning words, but oftentimes, uh, not oftentimes, but sometimes those words 
um, end up causing more pain than they do any comfort. Um, you know, if you've, uh, you've, some of you have probably heard me talk about, you know, when we lost our, our second daughter who was stillborn, you know, oftentimes we would hear, you know, well-meaning com, you know, comments that were like, well, you know, God just needed another angel in heaven or, you know, you know, you may not understand it now, but this is just part of God's plan. God has a plan for you, those types of things. Well, you know, that suggests that God somehow, you know, caused this thing to happen, which I don't believe God did. I, I think, um, well, one, we don't know why it happened. Um, and we may never know why it happened on this side of heaven. Um, but you know, I, a God who is loving and compassionate and merciful, who would, you know, who would willingly go to the cross for my behalf, you know, that, that God doesn't seem that those actions don't seem to line up with a God who wants to make me cry and make my wife cry and, you know, make us, you know, being in pain and suffering because he just needed another angel in heaven. Doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, so we can relate to Job, I think a lot in this passage, um, because these types of things happen, um, in real life. And, and that's what I love most about the scriptures is that the stories that we hear in here are about even the heroes like, like David, right? Uh, King David, who is kind of seen as this, you know, huge hero, you know, he makes mistakes, uh, makes a big mistake actually. Um, and so all of these people are, are imperfect, flawed people, um, who, who make mistakes in life and, and we can relate to that. Now, at least according to Job, though, Job is not one of those people who makes mistakes, um, <laughs> at least for the purposes of what Job is trying to bring across. Um, Job is uh, touted as, as a righteous person, and, and um, none of his flaws and none of his, uh, his mistakes are brought to the fore because um, the writer of Job is really trying to bring, point, bring home a point that you know, sometimes bad things do happen to good people. All right. Well, I think I've kind of rambled on enough for that one. Let's look at our last reading today. And this is from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. At one time, you were like a dead person because of the things you did wrong and your offenses against God. You used to live like people of this world. You followed the rule of, an offensive, of offenses against God. You used to live like people of this world. Um, you followed the rule of a destructive spiritual power. This is the spirit of disobedience to God's will that is now at work in persons whose lives are characterized by disobedience. At one time, you were like those persons. All of you used to do whatever felt good, whatever you thought you wanted to do, so that you were children headed for punishment just like everyone else. However, God is rich in mercy. He brought us to life with Christ while we were dead as a result of those things that we did wrong. He did this because of the great love that he has for us. You are saved by God's grace, and God raised us up and seated us in the heavens with Christ Jesus. God did this to show future generations the greatness of his grace by the goodness that God has shown us in Christ Jesus. You are saved by God's grace because of your faith. This salvation is God's gift. It's not something you possessed. It's not something you did that you can be proud of. Instead, we are God's accomplishment, created in Christ Jesus to do good things. God planned for these things, for these good things to be the way that we live our lives.
So if you want a really a good recap of the gospel, the, the good news of Jesus Christ, we have that in these uh, 10 short verses. Um, so Paul here is, is talking about um, how, as followers of Christ, he talks about the life that we used to live. Um, here, he says, you used to live, this is verse two, you used to live like people of this world. You followed the rule of destructive spiritual power. This is the spirit of disobedience to God's will that is now at work in persons whose lives are characterized by disobedience. In other words, what he's saying here is you used to be, uh, live like everyone else in this world, right? You used to um, only do the things that you wanted to do. Um, you, only, you used to do only the things that brought you pleasure and, and you didn't really think about anybody else in this world. Um, it was about you, maybe your close circle of, of people. Um, and, and that is the way you used to live. Um, and I think um, this kind of really makes me think about my sermon that I preached uh, yesterday um, where I talk about um, wants versus needs. And I talk about, you know, um, just the change that, that God has brought over in my life, how God has helped me to, to go from this person who was mostly self-centered only focused on what I want, um, my needs, um, the needs maybe of my close inner circle. Um, and I, I really didn't put much thought to people outside of that circle. And so, um, but over my life of faith, as God has worked to transform me into the likeness of Christ, I'm not saying that I, I'm, I'm not still selfish at times. I, I certainly am. I still have work to do. Um, but I'm a very different person than I was um, 16, 17 years ago. Um, you know, I, I have, my whole worldview has changed and the things that used to be important to me are, are less so now. Um, the things that, um, that God has, has done within me has helped me to see the world in a different way, to see that I'm part of something much bigger than myself, that I'm not, um, that it's not about me. It's, it's, it's about much more than that. It's not about the things of this world that value, right? Money, wealth, power, um, fame, those types of things. Those are the things that this world says are important, that you need to have this, you need to buy that, you need to do this or that in order to be happy. But God says, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not about those things. It's about, you know, it's about me. It's about following in, in God is saying, it's about following in my footsteps, right? It's about loving God, loving our neighbor, caring for other people, helping the world to be a better place. And so it goes here, um, to talk about, it says in verses in verse four, it says, however, God is rich in mercy. And so God sees the way that we used to be and the destruction that it's causing in the world. Um, you know, we, we see so many different things in this world, right, that are, that are horrible, like, you know, the ever separating um, distance between the ultra rich and, and those who um, have less, the lowering of the middle class. Um, you know, we still see uh, we still see racism and sex trafficking, and we still see, you know, millions of people around the world um, who are who are dying from hunger, and um, and we see war, and uh, you know, on several fronts in in the world right now. And so those are the things that that get there because of selfish tendencies of of trying to take what doesn't belong to you, right? And so we we see a lot of that. Um, so it says, God, however, is rich in mercy. Um, he brought us to life uh, with Christ while we were dead as a result of the things that we did wrong. So um, despite all of the things that, that it, we used to be like and the ways that we've contributed to um, the fall of creation, despite all those things, God is rich in mercy. 
And it says here in verse 8, You are saved by God's grace because of your faith. The salvation is a gift of God. So God recognizes that we are that we are fallen, that we are um, imperfect, that we see that all throughout our scriptures, right? Like I just talked about in my in my last reflection, we're all um, a part of that imperfection, uh, that tendency to only want to do what we want to do. And so God says, you know what? I, I want to help change you, and so I'm going to forgive all that, and I'm going to work with you to make you a better person. And so. We see that here in verse 8. You are saved by God's grace because of your faith. This salvation is God's gift. And then it goes on to say, and I just love the rest of this uh, reading for today. Um, It's not something that you possessed. It's not something that you did that you can be proud of. Instead, this is God's accomplishment created in Christ Jesus to do good things. So this is the work of God within us, right? If we could do this on our own, we would have done it by now, but we can't. So God works within us. It's a work of God in our lives. And God um, wanted it this way so that we were created to do good things. So God is helping to transform us into the way originally God planned for us to do, which was to do good things in this world, to care for something bigger than just ourselves, um, and to um, to make the world a better place. And so that that is where God leads us to. Um, and that is the good news, right, of this pa- of, of the gospel. <laughs> and so that is something that I, you know, I give my life to, um, to, to try and be a better person, um, to allow God to do that good work within me so that um, with God, um, we can make the world a better place um, in, a, in my small way, right, and in your small way. So those are our readings for today. So we're going to spend some time in prayer, and I'll be lifting up some Prayer requests or categories of prayer. After each prayer request is lifted up, I will say the words, Lord, in your mercy, your response will be, hear our prayer. And then when we're done with all the prayer requests and the silence in between to lift up your own prayer requests, we'll join together in the Lord's Prayer. So let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, I'm so thankful for all that you have placed upon our hearts today through the readings and reflections. We bring now before you those things that are heavy in our hearts, and we begin, Lord, by praying for the people of our faith communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are suffering and those who are in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the concerns of our local community. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
We pray for the world, its peoples, and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the beautiful earth you have given to our care. Lord, in your mercy hear our prayer. We pray for the Church Universal, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, we lift all this before you, praying for healing, comfort, strength, peace, and wisdom as we pray the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Well, that is all for today's devotion. I hope you were able to hear a word from God for your life today. If you have any questions, suggestions, prayer requests, or would like to share with me some of your own thoughts and reflections on today's readings, I would love to hear from you. And you can send those to the show email at admin at pastorkurt.com. May you go forth today in peace, shine the light of Christ everywhere you go. Until next time, have a blessed day. Bye.